0: Slack and Slash Productions presents From the frigid wastes of Canada to the gothic gloom of Barovia It's (laughs) Straudcast. A live play Dungeons and Dragons podcast Featuring David Faulkner, Jason Galinsky, and Laird Hiscock With production management by Gail Bird and I, Scott Sharplin, will be your dungeon master as we play through Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, The Curse of Strahd. story so far, transported across the centuries, Ralston, Andre, and Dragomir have grudgingly accepted the challenge of ridding Barovia of its curse, inflicted upon the lands by the dreadlord Strahd von Zerovich. Their allies in this desperate quest include the siblings Ismark and Irina, the latter being the reincarnation of Tatiana, a young woman known to the heroes in the past. More recently, they have formed an alliance with the traveling troop called Vistani, although their new friends may have second thoughts after witnessing the heroes receive a handwritten invitation to Castle Ravenloft from Strahd himself. Chapter 14 All Intents and Purposes We pick up uh, the morning after your confrontation with Ingrid, the vampire, and her winter wolves. The Vistani are preparing to leave the town of Barovia, uh, heading for Vallaki first. They have lost one of their own. He was not known to you, um, but you gather from overhearing that his name was Emil. He was savaged to death by one of the wolves before they were dispatched. And so they are uh, rather somber when uh, you return to them with all of your belongings. I assume you want to take your precious silver on the road with you, etc. Arrives also. She is... Carrying uh, several packs, and also has her cat Luna uh, tucked awkwardly under one arm, she struggles to escape, and finally does manage to get down where she. Whereupon she disappears underneath one of the wagons. Uh, Irina seems uh, unhappy. She uh, confides in you that Ismark has brought out the latest of his feeble excuses. He feels that his responsibilities as Burgomaster of this dying town are more important than his sister's safety, or than ridding the land of its curse. He will not be joining us.
1: This is the guy that wanted to do a full frontal assault on the castle?
0: Oh, well, he wanted he us is... to do a full frontal assault on the oh, castle. Oh, I see. Precisely. more important, Yes. Precisely. I hate to say it, but the truth is plain. My brother is a coward, and although he would gratefully support or encourage anyone who wants to put their lives in their hands, he will not do so himself. He also kept my father's sword. Curse his bones. Ismark, not my father.
1: <laughs> I'm sure we will be fine without your brother's sword. Mm, Actually, your brother (laughs) did the most uh, mathematical damage in a couple of those
0: fights, actually, so maybe we won't be quite as good without his sword. Mm, He was a little handy. Uh, Irina herself carries only a dagger, but she's not especially interested in getting into fights. She says that she has been invited to travel in Madame Ool's wagon, where she will be trained in the art of taroka reading. And for metagaming purposes, that means that Irina will move into the background uh, along with the other members of the Vistani troop, unless you wish to check in with her. Uh, if you need a source of lore, or if you'd like a Taroka reading uh, for any reason, then she's available to you, uh, but she won't be uh, uh, two, two steps behind you all the time. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are not traveling in Madame Ool's wagon, and the other Vistani, uh, probably Gargosh, uh, who seems to be their, not their leader, but their spokesman, uh, points you to the stage wagon. Uh, it's the wagon that sort of unfolds to form a raised stage, and you discover when you arrive there that it has been folded back up, and all of the props, musical instruments... Uh, various camping devices are stored within, so you are basically going to be traveling in uh, a rolling closet. It's far from comfortable. So
1: we'll just as we're traveling, we'll just sneakily throw stuff out the window. Oh, um, so we'll have lots of room by the time we get to Wallachia. Uh,
0: Wallachia? Interesting choice. Uh, is Wallachia is how I'm pronouncing it. Okay. Yeah, but if Ralston wants to call it Wallachia, uh, because I don't know, it's a church thing, it's fine. Or just to piss people off. Jason calls uh, your your wagon a stagecoach in the text. Yes. so that's a pun.
2: I believe. Just pointing
0: that out.
3: Yeah. I listen. I was on it. All right. He was already losing a point.
2: <laughs> Good. Good.
3: Just because you chatted, it doesn't mean it did not count.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: The last. No, but only the only the puns work against Scott. Are Is you sure how about this, that? Uh, game goes?
2: Is it? Mm-hmm.
4: That's what
2: I thought. Mm -mm.
0: Oh, I see.
2: (laughs) Bye-bye. What did everyone learn?
0: Not to make puns. Nobody learned that, Gail. I know. (laughs) The last thing that you are uh, told by Gargosh before you set out uh, is that uh, you'd best practice your uh, routines, uh, he says. Uh, we'll get you to perform uh, for the rest of the troop uh, the morning after we uh, lay Emil to rest. So there is an expectation that in order to travel with the Vala- uh, Vistani, you need to have an act. <clears throat> hmm. ah,
4: I can shoot
1: things and turn into a wolf. I mean, turning into a wolf is pretty pretty good.
4: Yeah, I think so.
0: I don't think the Vistani know that you can turn into a wolf because you didn't do it in the last fight. Although they might have noticed that Andre underwent a transformation. um, Perhaps not quite as impressive or comprehensive a transformation, but you did get very toothy uh, at one point. Not
3: sure how I feel about um, that as an act. It counts as a freak show, I
0: suppose. Well, you've got mm-hmm. you've got a couple of hours on the road, so you mm-hmm. might as well talk through it. Or perhaps you've got other things you want to talk about.
1: I have um, thaumaturgy, which is a cantrip that allows me to do all kinds of all manner of crazy nonsense. Um, I like can make
0: earthquakes and
1: <laughs> all kinds of stuff. No, you can't. Yes, you can.
0: No, no, you can't.
1: Well, yeah instantaneously cause harmless tremors in the ground for one minute.
0: Oh, harmless tremors. Yeah. Alright, my mistake. Harmless tremors. Okay. quick. That's yep, yep, sure.
1: Yep. I didn't speak with animals. <laughs> convince them to do some sort yeah. of um,
0: parkour or something. I can tell you what acts you know already exist. You saw Naja, the snake charmer. <laughs> And you saw that Bean, uh, the uh, little man, was uh, using his telemetry ability uh, to read objects. In fact, he read Dragomir's wolf pelt uh, and made up a story about it. Saffron is a contortionist slash escape artist. Rook is the strong man. And then you've got an assortment of musicians, jugglers, stuff like that.
3: I wouldn't be good at any of those things. Well, they already have those things. It's true. Mm I feel like Laird has some theatrics he wants to shout about.
1: Yeah, I can scream and make fire explode and tremors in the ground and throw my voice and all kinds of stuff. I'm going to keep it loose. I'm just going to randomly do it every night, something different.
3: Hmm. Okay. If you need a lovely and talented volunteer, I could uh, offer myself.
1: <laughs> um,
3: I'm just trying to think for what.
1: <laughs> I think I totally stumped him on that one. Well, maybe I'll can use spiritual weapon, use my hammer to pound you into the ground or something, maybe.
0: Maybe Dragonair can cut Andre in half with his spear. And I can put him back to S- Saw him in half, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, thaumaturgy is a cantrip that I can have up to three of them going at once. I'll give you guys what I can do. My voice, my voice, <clears throat> my voice booms up to three times as loud for a minute. I can cause flames to flicker, brighten, dim, or change color. I can cause harmless tremors in the ground. I can create instantaneous sound that originates from a point of my choice such as the rumble of thunder, the cry of a raven, or ominous whispers. I instantaneously cause an unlocked door or window to fly open or slam shut. Maybe I should run like a haunted house or something.
0: That sounds like it would be exactly what uh, residents of yeah. the land of Barovia need <laughs> to escape. We're, we're going to Valachia. <laughs> Valachia.
4: The death-ish house? Yeah. Um,
1: okay. oh, so I got that going for me, so you guys can... I'm going to present that to you, and then you guys can fill in the blanks.
3: Well, I mean, if there were something impressive we could do, and you uh, were goosing that along with special effects, that would be a lovely combination. Um, I,
0: I should, should clarify me. I should clarify that uh, Gargash isn't expecting the three of you necessarily to have uh, a joint routine worked out. You don't necessarily need to work together. You could have three separate acts if you prefer. Uh, up to you.
3: Absolutely. I'm just exploring this idea of us doing something together. Hmm. And especially if we wanted to, um, like if um, Dragomir's uh cool with uh, turning into a wolf on command, uh, 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 Ralston could definitely goose that up a bit. Ralston could
4: tell a, tell a story, tell a fable about a wolf. Yeah, and I could have you like
1: appear with a crack of thunder or something, you know. Trembling mm-hmm. of the ground.
3: Yeah. Make it look like you were faking it, even though you're not.
0: Mm-hmm. There are certainly plenty of folk tales about wolves that could be adapted for that purpose. Same thing could apply to me as well. But right now,
3: I don't even know what I can and can't do, uh, and so I'm—I think my character's going to be volunteering too much in that regard. <laughs> Let's not turn you into a werewolf on command.
1: Let's
3: just pretend like. Um
1: is a trained wolf that we have so that um, I don't want people to question that he can turn into a wolf even.
4: That sounds like... Inviting trouble? Yeah.
1: vampire yeah. yeah, Yeah.
4: I get replaced with a wolf uh, while I go hiding is the narrative in the story.
1: I put my hand on your head, I make a crack of thunder and then you fall to the ground dead and then come up as a wolf or something. And
4: then you charge at
1: the audience and try to scare them and then I, whatever,
3: then you change back. It could even be a, a magic trick. You're, you're mm-hmm. turning him into a wolf.
1: Uh-huh, yeah. I can ask for a volunteer from the audience, and you can go, me, me, I'm an idiot. And then I'll turn you into a wolf. I can do that. Both parts. <laughs> and You can be my lovely assistant, Davis. <laughs> Just do the flourishes. <laughs> I will definitely do that.
0: Um, while you're traveling... The wagon is, uh, you know, shifting and uh, lurching around, and so one or more of you could be more occupied with making sure that nothing falls on your heads, uh, or even with peering between the slats of the wagon. You don't really have a window or anything, but you can sort of lean up against the knothole and watch the the wilderness pass by. Um, So I'll, I'll, I'll open up that instead. Any of these characters simply not that interested in working out a routine.
4: Ralston is not that interested.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah,
0: and I don't want to be in
4: the in the wagon. So I'm going to be trying to find ways to get on top.
3: Oh, okay. So... And Andre right now is trying to keep his mind off the events of yesterday as much as possible. So I think he's going to be really keen on figuring out what this act is. He's going to be pestering the other two to help him figure it out.
1: Yeah, like my thoughts on that are like, thespians and performers and the like are dirty
0: peasants. Thank you. Yeah. And thieves, obviously.
1: Clearly. Dirt. But like, like do you have know the lowest rung of society? Mm-hmm. Well, it's the dirt that the ladder's on. That's what <laughs> that's what those
3: people are.
0: Wow. <laughs> you got very elitist very quickly. It's when you became a proto-priest. Yes, that's it? right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You rise <laughs> above the filthy rabble. Yes, that's right. Ralston Cromwell. Yeah. Yeah. Cromwell. Jesus, <laughs> Cromwell. <laughs> um so, Dragomir, it's uh, it's not going to be easy to get up on top of the wagon while it's in motion. Uh, you could certainly try. I mean, you are a hero, but I would make you make some, some, some rolls. Uh, or you could wait until the wagons were slowed or stopped. What would you prefer? Oh, I'll get out and...
4: I assume we're in the mountains. We're not going much faster than a fast walk.
2: No.
0: Uh,
4: no, you're no, not. I'm. I'm,
2: I'm,
4: I'm going to get out and try to figure out who's riding it and where the where the shotgun seats are and try to get up there.
0: Right. Um, well, this wagon is lashed to uh, the wagon in front of it, which is being pulled uh. by two horses, uh, and they are going quite slowly. But because of the because of the rickety nature of the wagons, uh, getting in and out while they're in motion is, is still difficult. Um, I will attempt
4: to get out nonetheless. I do not like being inside places this small.
0: Okay. Uh, then I will get you to make an
2: acrobatics check, I guess.
0: Thirteen. Alright. You, uh, yeah, you kind of your 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 legs drop down to the ground a couple of times while you're sort of moving around the back of this wagon, uh, but because they're going slowly enough, you you manage to keep up, and uh, then you can pull yourself up onto the roof of the wagon with, I guess, an athletics check.
4: That's a floor. So that that one isn't. That's uh, an eleven.
0: Eleven. Mm. Well, you discover uh, as you're clinging to the side of this wagon uh, that there is a little overhang uh, on top and it's really not feasible for you to pull yourself up and over it uh, without, uh, without a running jump or something like that. So your options are to stay kind of <laughs> clinging to the side of this wagon as it's moving. Uh, or to head back inside with the others.
4: Do I have an option of dropping down and running up to where the horses are, seeing who's controlling the horses?
0: Uh sure. Okay. Or, or have we sped up enough? No, no. I'll let you do that. Um, but I, again, I think another athletics check is necessary, uh, lest you fall behind. Twenty. Ah, uh, there we go. All right. Yeah, you uh, you're back in your element now, sprinting and uh, hopping over rocks. Uh, So you can get to the wagon that's ahead of yours. And the person who is controlling the horses is uh, a Vistani named Falcon. His act involves the uh, Diablo, which is kind of like the devil sticks. Um, You've got a couple of sticks and a sort of round thing, kind of yo-yo shaped but larger and spin it around and so on. So you saw him do a little bit of that last night. Uh, he is, a uh, tall, kind of brooding, uh, figure with, uh, with brown skin. Um, he, uh, he doesn't say much. And when he notices you running alongside the wagon, he kind of does a double take and looks around and, and then extends a hand to, uh, to help you up onto the bench. Thank you. So you can ride with him uh, for a while. That gives you uh, a different perspective than the others, and so you can track your progress as you move out of the town of Barovia, back through the woods, and up towards the Ivlich River crossroads. You remember that as the place where you fought a zombie uh, when you first awoke in this new cursed land. That journey takes about an hour, um, maybe an hour and a half. You can see by daylight, or what passes for daylight, uh, that there's a lot of decay and corruption in the forest. You can catch glimpses of the mountains through the mist, but you don't get a clear vision, a clear sense of the movements of the winds or, you know, the patterns of the eagles. There's, there's nothing, there's no information. It's really overwhelmed by these mists that, that press in upon the road, um, around the trees. The mists are, like, they affect all five of your senses. It, it, it's cold and clammy on your skin. Um, it, it smells kind of like vegetation starting to rot um, and and you can even kind of hear this sort of hissing, crackling as the mists seem to explore the roots of trees and uh, the rocks alongside the paths. So it's, it's very unsettling, uh, especially, I think, for you, Dragonair, having long had that connection with nature. But Falcon and the other Vistani don't seem bothered by it, perhaps because they've never known anything else. Are you going to... Try to talk with Falcon or do anything else while you're up there? Uh, Did he seem interested in the conversation?
4: Or just, he just brought me up and I'm happy to ride quietly for a while and get Falcon comfortable for me to be there for...
0: No, he has nothing to say. Uh, He doesn't volunteer anything.
4: No, nothing yet.
0: Okay. All right. Um, So you reach the crossroads, and then the lead wagon um, heads off the path, or rather chooses the path, that leads downhill towards the Serre River. It's the same branch that you took 500 years ago, uh, and it's not the branch that leads to Valaki. You notice this immediately, Dragomir, uh, although probably Andre and Ralston are not in a position to notice that that has taken place. I'm
1: watching uh, the other guy trying to figure out, trying to learn how to juggle quickly so that he can have something to do with the show.
0: Yeah? yeah. Andre, you're going to learn to juggle? Um, sure, I'll, I'll
3: try that. <laughs> I mean, mostly I'm uh, uh, pestering Ralston about um, how we could put together an act with... Him doing all these cool special effects while uh, maybe we're we're reenacting that that great scene where I vanquished the wolf and maybe Dragomir could help.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he would love that. You can ask him when he comes back.
3: Well, we could make it a fair fight too. Like it doesn't have to be necessarily me winning all the time. It could be sometimes the wolf wins. A <laughs> you <know>, tragic story. <laughs> The whole point here is we're trying to, to tell some kind of pathetic tale spelled by no, the audience. No, what we're
1: trying to do is try to placate these foolish Vistani long enough so that we can get to where we're going.
3: I know that. we got to do a good show to do that.
1: All right. So I'll tell you what, You come up with the details. I'll, I'll be the lighting guy.
3: All right. I'll wait for Dragomir to come back. All right. In the meantime, yeah, I probably will try to t- get someone to teach me how to juggle or do devil sticks or something.
0: Mm. Well, again, you're you're crammed in this space with all kinds of uh, performers' props. So, yeah, you can grab any number of things and try them out. But there's not a lot of room in here, which means you'll probably start dropping bowling pins on Ralston's head. Uh, the, the wagon keeps shifting and lurching around. So, I mean, I wouldn't even make you roll anything, uh, or or if I did, I'd make you roll with disadvantage, because you're not going to become an expert in anything in this environment. Do either of you, Ralston or Andre, have a survival? Are you proficient in it? I'm definitely not proficient
3: in survival, now. Hmm. I have some...
0: Okay. Well, uh, it sounds like Andre is is pretty distracted, so I'm not going to ask you to roll. But uh, maybe Ralston, if you want to roll a survival check, you might notice that the wagon is starting to go downhill.
3: Rolled
0: an eighteen plus three is twenty one. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a shift, and by your calculations, it's much too early. Like you're you have not crossed the mountain pass. Uh, so you're a little confused by why the wagons are now consistently going downhill. I'll right
1: away say to uh, Andre, I think we're going the wrong way, brother, and I'll uh, get up and I'll try to find like a crack or a slat yeah. to see what the, the, the landscape looks
0: like. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, uh, it, it takes a while before you get your bearings. Uh, all you see is trees and mist, Um, But then finally, uh, through a little break in the mist and above the tree line, you catch a glimpse of a very familiar sight, um, silhouetted uh, and jutting up uh, amongst the mountains. You can see the spires of Castle Ravenloft, and you realize quite quickly, based on where it is, uh, that you've chosen, or the wagons have chosen, uh, the path that takes you down towards the Serre River.
1: But can I postulate... Where are the like? Why would they be going this path? Where would this path lead us? Uh, the we have wagons, so we're going to be sticking to roads. Obviously. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. As far as you know, uh, this is a dead end. Uh, it will take you as far as the base of the Serre Falls, right. but there's only one way across the Serre River, and it's a, a, a stone bridge high, high in the mountains.
1: So I'll quickly, um, I'll shift that over to Andre, just to you know. See if he has any idea what why, what he thinks why we might be going off, uh, off track.
0: Sure.
3: Well, I no. I remember the map. Right the, the. There isn't too much south of here. I thought we were pretty much in the southeast corner of this domain. Ish. You know, I I can't imagine what's down there.
1: So, is there anyone driving our wagon, or is it just being led along?
0: It's lashed to the wagon in front of it. Okay which is being driven by one of the Vistani.
1: Okay, I will um, I'll attempt to pull a Dragomir and get my ass out of the wagon so I can run ahead and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, my plan in its entirety is go, uh, where the fuck are we going?
0: Great. When I see somebody. Great. Okay, um, so make that acrobatics check for me.
1: Oh
4: boy, oh boy. Yeah. I better get... While he's tumbling out, would I be familiar enough to have a sense that we might not be heading out of out of the region.
0: I think you are uh, keenly aware of the lay of the land, so yes, you probably notice immediately when they start heading downhill instead of up towards the mountain pass. Yeah, I rolled a twelve plus my two is fourteen total. Okay, great. All right, so you uh, you swing out of the back of the wagon uh, without tripping or getting run over. You uh, can run alongside the wagon, uh, and if you make an athletics check, then you can—you basically have to run two wagons ahead in order to get up to where Dragomir and Falcon are.
1: Unfortunately, I'm as strong as I am wise. Yeah. Fifteen plus three is eighteen. Look at that. Yeah. Great. All
0: right. Andre, your, your two companions have both abandoned you uh you uh, you probably hear Ralston go Hoo-ah! as he runs past and uh, and then he's running alongside uh the next wagon up falcon and dragomir are sitting there falcon looks down at you there isn't really room for you on the on the the, the board up I there i just
1: holler up i go
0: where the hell are we going falcon points he points to a head down the path.
1: I run to the next wagon, but I hold up my middle finger in a gesture of peace. Ah, right. On the way to the next wagon. That's the Morning Lord's
0: uh, greeting. It's uh, Peace Among
4: Worlds, I believe. Okay. (laughs) Falcon, doesn't this just lead to the castle?
0: No. The castle is high. This is low.
4: Where are we going?
0: Mm, Sacred place. Uh...
3: I was just going to ask if there's anyone uh, closer to hand that I could be asking about where we're going, rather than have to run to the front.
0: I guess there's a chance, I didn't really work out the order of things, that uh, maybe there was a wagon behind you as well. Um, let say, yeah, all right. So if you open the back door, uh, then you look straight back, and there's another wagon there, and that wagon is being driven by... Two horses, and by uh, a woman named Zondra, a jug player.
3: So I'll see if I can shout my question over to her. Okay. I thought we were heading to the north. Why are we heading south? Vistani business, she says. Well, we're with the Vistani. Are you?
0: (laughs) Yes, our fates are with you. Then I guess it's your business too. Yeah, so, where are we going? She says, Last night, the wolves attacked. They wanted you, your hammer, his shield. Instead, they took Emil. Oh,
1: we're gonna go bury this guy. That's what's going on.
0: You you can tell, Andre, from her tone and her expression that Sandra holds you responsible for Emil's death. Dude.
3: I'll look appropriately uh, sheepish and somber, of course.
0: So you proceed down and down and down until you can hear and then eventually see the Ser River uh, as it uh, rushes along through the mountains. It's, uh, it's still quite uh, rapid here, coming down from the mountain heights and from the waterfall, uh, which is maybe another mile or two upriver. But the wagon train arrives at a fairly open area. It's, it's actually quite nestled in amongst the rocks uh, near a uh, near the river. Yeah, there's a, a place where the water pools a little bit uh, off to the side of the river, and uh, it looks to you as though this has been an encampment before. There are a few signs here that Fires have been built, and tents have been erected, and so on. Uh, and now they draw their wagons up into a circle. Uh, it's it's still midday. Uh, you've only been on the road for a few hours. Um, but now it looks like they're planning to camp here. All intents and purposes. All intents and purposes? All intents and also in purposes. David! I resisted. David! <laughs>
2: you know what I gotta do now?
0: <laughs> oh, this is this is my favorite session so far. The best part about me suck. is that I will never lose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the point mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. ever. Yeah,
2: I'm disappointed.
0: Wagging her finger at
2: you.
1: Oh, did you say wagon? Oh, get the points back. Let's mm-hmm. go.
2: No, I think that might have been your pun. He didn't mean that. No, nah, I didn't
1: mean that. No, he meant it. He went like this. He went wagging her fingers, and then he went like this. Then he went. <laughs> you made a little face.
3: I'm, you know what? I didn't catch him. Okay, alright. This is not count. I
2: didn't. <laughs> Although, I'm really suspicious. I'm very suspicious.
0: As well On this shoulders. face right now. <laughs> Moi? Pun?
2: Fuck. You know what? Yep. Everyone's got one back.
0: Oh, man.
1: Mm-hmm. I almost have a thousand by now, do I?
0: <clears throat> Anywho. The Vistani seem like they're. Setting up, uh, they're gonna stay here maybe for the night.
1: Yeah, I feel like my character Ralston has uncracked the code. They're gonna whatever mm. give this guy a Viking send off, probably up sure. the falls or something. <laughs> so I'm just going to play it cool and let them do their thing. All right, and try not to get in their way. All right, probably will end up doing so anyway.
3: Okay, if it looks like they are trying to do some kind of uh, right for uh, Emil. Uh, I'm going to be try to be as helpful as I
0: can all right and what about you Dragomir
4: I, I'm going to
0: just stay near my new friend Falcon <laughs> all right Falcon is seems a little less than impressed with this choice but he doesn't say anything he... <laughs>
4: that,
0: that's exactly why I like him he doesn't say anything okay okay the two taciturn uh, characters have found each other um yeah, they bring uh, Emil's body out of one of the other wagons. It's uh, it's swaddled up uh, in uh, a lot of different silks and fabrics, and um, finally uh, Gargosh uh, approaches Ralston and explains. He says, uh, um, "We will be taking Emil to a site. Uh, it is a catacomb where the Vistani are interred." A place where dark eyes cannot see. When the Vistani die, they should not rise again.
1: Um, if I'm not sure if you what faith you share among you, but I would be happy to perform the Morning Lord's funerary rites,
0: if necessary. <laughs> he laughs. He says, uh, If there is a god who watches over Barovia, it is Mother Night's. The morning lord has not shone here in generations, but I thank you for your offer.
1: Yeah, that's that's a nice way to put that.
0: Yeah, so it looks like it's Gargash and Rook and Zondra who are going to take this corpse away to bury him. <laughs> has to animate
1: dead on the corpse. Ah, no,
0: I don't have that spell. It's okay. Ah, <laughs> and they move off uh, upriver uh, towards the the Ser Falls, which are. Out of sight around a few bends, but uh, you can you can hear at a distance the, the crashing of the falls. So they're heading in that direction. Um,
1: Is uh, Zandra was Zandra close to me?
0: Who who are you asking?
1: Uh, the first person that's nearby other than Andre and mm-hmm.
0: uh, Dragomer. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Let's say it's uh, There's saffron. Do you want to ask her?
1: Yes. Okay. I want to ask her a lot of things, actually, but we'll start with this.
0: Okay. All right. Um, yeah, she looks at you like you are uh, an idiot. She says, uh, we are Vistani. We are family. But yes, Sandra and Emil were especially close. When you play the jugs together, you bond. I go, dude. You do not know how to play Vistani jokes.
1: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. I had a bunch of tip jokes there, but I'm gonna just hold them back. Would, I'm a man of the
0: cloth. They would technically be puns.
1: <clears throat> that would, be, and it would, also be inappropriate. Um, I, I look at her, I had a chromatic face, and I say, "Okay, I don't know why you got to be weird about it. Simple question. Good luck to you. We need to get out of here, you guys. This, these guys are nuts." <laughs> Hey, were they close? We're all family here, but yes. What the fuck?
3: Why do they hate us? We didn't do anything. If anything, we fucking saved their asses. Uh, I don't know. If I were them, I think I'd look at it the other way around.
1: Hold on one sec, uh, Andre.
3: Dragomir, what's
1: going on with these guys? Never mind, Andre. (laughs) He's nuts. We need to get away from him.
4: (laughs) And where do you suggest we go? (laughs) <laughs> Not towards the Sare
0: River. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, Which of you has the please. invitation? You were given an oh. invitation by a Dark Rider. Who has it?
1: Someone the rider handed it to one of us. Mm. Whoever
0: it was handed to
1: probably still have it. But Good points. Good points. Was
0: I don't think I determined. Let's say it's Dragmere. The okay. one, the one of you who probably can't read.
4: Uh, yeah, probably not. So that probably means I handed it to someone else, actually, if I can't read it. Let's say
0: you handed it to
4: Ralston. All right, I
1: have the, I have the invitation. <laughs> 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 Hooray!
0: Yeah, it, it's, I mean, it, obviously it's just a piece of paper. It doesn't have any weight or anything, but you can still sort of feel it. Right. In the same way that Strahd's handwriting has this kind of... Heavy, almost oppressive feel to it. There's something about carrying this letter around. His
1: handwriting's oppressive, Gail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy is serious fucking business. Uh-huh.
0: Ah. Well, you remember, he signed his letter to the Durst family. Yeah. Your dread, your lord. dread, your dread lord and master. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you Sincerely. Had, the yeah. <laughs> you had me at your dread lord.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I also worry that this piece of paper perhaps is. He can use it to focus his vision, maybe on us. Maybe it's something we should be concerned about.
0: Well, you're. Aware? I take
1: note of the address, which I can see from here, <laughs> so I don't forget it, <laughs> and I throw it into the fire.
0: Oh, ah, okay, sure. Yeah,
1: it'll solve that problem. We know, we know where it is, right? You guys will remember that address.
3: I think it's hard to lose track of the castle.
0: Although, imagine your embarrassment if you show up at number twelve <laughs> <laughs> Ravenloft Lane instead. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ravenloft Lane, or was
0: it like Raven Roost Lane? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these streets start with R. <laughs> All right. Um, Nadja goes uh, a little ways off to gather some firewood. So actually, we don't have a fire going yet. Oh yes. Um, I'll just throw it on. <laughs> you, can, you can toss in the river if you want.
1: Here's some kindling for you.
3: Mm-hmm. I'll help gather firewood. I'll help. I'll help. I'll help. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh oh, all right, I, I suppose. Uh, I was just meaning to collect some driftwood from along the riverbank. I, I don't mean to go far, but if you wish to come and...
3: Two pairs of hands. It'll get the job done in half the time. Let's go.
0: One Wonderful, yes. All right. <laughs> Very good. Um, so you and Nadja uh, head off uh, a little downriver. Uh, while well, that happens, um, Madame Ool, uh, appears. She, yeah. <laughs> ah, Jesus! Yeah. Stop doing that! Uh, no, she, uh, it, kind of that. You sort of turn around and you see that she's standing near her, uh, her wagon, uh, with her crutches. And, uh, she, um, she nods her head, uh, as if to summon you, Ralston. <laughs> she's not walking over to you. I will head
1: over immediately. Okay. She's the only nutjab job in this place that seems to care what happens to us.
0: She says, uh, you have been granted an audience with Ringmaster Blink. I
1: have.
0: Yes. Okay. Only you, for now. I see. She looks over towards what you presume to be Blink's wagon. Uh, there are windows, but they're all curtained. And, uh, she says, uh, knock politely and await entrance.
1: Yes, of course not. Thank you. Um, I will, uh, Peckerweasel's gone to get firewood. Yes. Uh, what, do I see, um, Dragomir skulking about anywhere?
0: Uh, last I heard he was following, uh, Falcon around. Falcon's mm. he- helping to yep. get the tent set up and whatnot.
1: Okay, I'll, yep. I'll leave them to their chores, and I will approach mm-hmm. the, uh, the wagon that, uh, the ringmaster has. Yep. And I will knock somewhat politely.
0: Oh. Make a politeness check.
1: I rolled a 19. Oh. I was more polite than I intended to be. Way more polite than
0: you intended to be. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm going to need that in combat. Stop making me roll stuff. That doesn't matter. It it
0: happens sometimes, right? You're you're training as a cleric. You're just... Oh, damn. That was such a polite knock. All right. Well, uh, a couple of um, uh, seconds go by, and then uh, the door uh, opens. Uh, You hear a a latch being drawn, and the door opens. Um, you, You look inside, and... The, the, the wagon isn't that big. Uh, say it's you know, maybe 10 feet deep. Um, but most of it is blocked off. Uh, so there's just a, a sort of a few feet and and, and then a heavy curtain. And um, within that little space, that sort of alcove, if you will, uh, there's a, a chair, a wicker chair, a, a little uh, stool, and there's a tea set, and uh, it's all been laid out. Uh, you don't see who opened the door. There's nobody there. All right.
1: I will. Um, I'll take a, the first step in, and I will mm-hmm.
0: say hello. I'm. Uh, I'm here to see Ringmaster Blink. Be seated. Comes a voice from behind the curtain. All
1: right. Um, is there is there only one chair? Yep. Okay. I will take a seat at the chair.
0: Okay. The door closes on its own, and then after a moment, the uh, teapot rises up on its own and pours tea into a cup. I see.
1: Um, I will look um, obviously surprised. <laughs> like, I see. Um, thank you.
0: Do you take sugar? Yes. So the sugar moves invisibly into your cup, and then
2: uh, the voice from behind the curtain says Ralston, the proto priest, I would know your heart. That's whatever questions you think you need to. What? your
1: intent? At this time, me and my two friends? No. The people I know from my time that are still here with me, uh, we want to travel to Malachi to gather some information. Um, Long term, we want to go home. Middle term, probably have to murder Strand to do that.
2: Where is your
1: home, as best we can tell, best I can tell about five hundred years ago.
2: this is strange to you, extremely strange It should also be strange to you I would expect, I would suspect and yet you hold it in your hearts.
1: I have no
2: other evidence to lead me to believe otherwise at this time. What if your home ...can never be reached.
1: Well, we will have already slain Strat, and we'll be living here with our
2: silver. My precious, precious silver. You are the priest of the Morning Lords. You would bring his daylight back to Barovia.
1: If I can, I will certainly do that.
2: Even the oppressed will resist change.
1: I suspect you're correct. Um, uh, I see no other path at this time. I'm a, a man out of time. I don't belong here, but here I am. I may as well make the most of it.
2: It is commendable to take one's fate into one's own hands but there are always roads. If you see but one path before you, it means one of two things. You are either blind, blinkered to your other possibilities, or it means your path is nearly at an end.
1: I will offer you a third choice. A new path, Simply hasn't presented itself yet. For all intents and purposes, Ringmaster, I'm still fairly new here. And I'm only going with what information that I have at hand currently. Hopefully, when we get to Malachi, I will learn enough to perhaps forge a different path.
2: You may go. Thank you for the tea,
1: which I did not get to drink. <laughs>
0: Let this be a lesson <laughs> in missed opportunities.
1: I miss you, you miserable. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I stepped from the wagony with even more confusion on my face than I had when I walked in.
0: Indeed. Uh. All right. Andre, you are helping Nadja to gather driftwood for the fire.
3: I'm doing that in a way that is, is very helpful. Uh, possibly aggressively so, but also one where I'm keeping a suspicious eye on her the entire time.
0: Great. Well, she is keenly aware of that, and it makes her uncomfortable. Um, you are carrying You are carrying your hammer, I assume? Oh, yeah. But probably not the chest of silver, if you're gathering firewood? You better be!
3: <laughs> uh, no, no I am not. Fair enough. Ah, fuck. And I, w- I left first, so I mean, this is your responsibility, Alston. <laughs> Who's
0: got the silver? I was holding that letter. That's <laughs> everything I had. <laughs> your inventory only has one slot oh, in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got four slots, but the letter is like, really, he's going it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Letter, envelope, uh-huh. the... Fragments of a broken seal. And the weight of Bar-
1: Barovian. That's <laughs> the weight of, yes, the <laughs> oppressive weight
0: of Strahd's handwriting. Definitely, definitely. Um, okay. Uh, can you, uh, Andre uh, Milovich, please make a perception check?
3: I will attempt a perception check. That's all I will promise. That's only a 14.
0: Okay. Well, you uh, you glance up towards the trees, and uh, you don't see it necessarily, but there's something about the way the mists are kind of curling around this group of trees that really makes you feel, for an instance, like you're being watched. Like something's up there looking down at you. Uh, Nadia doesn't seem to notice, or she doesn't let on if she does. We, we don't
3: take 20 anymore in these days, but... Uh... Is there a second attempt I could make to try to see whether something's watching me?
0: Um, I think you would need to do something first. Maybe uh, if you uh, break away from Naja and, and move up uh, away from the river a little bit, then I can make you make another... let you make another check.
3: Yeah, I would be happy to do that. Like, look at this from another angle. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, never
3: mind. Uh. I roll a one, so uh, I, I can
0: add a four to that all I want, but... Uh, okay, yeah, you, uh, you, you, break away and, uh, you sort of, you have to kind of scramble up a little slope, uh, to get a bit closer to the tree line. Um, and Nadja looks over and, and she sort of calls out to you. Um, Andre, uh, I, d- we do not, the forest, no. No. But then, uh, the mists part slightly and, uh, you, you see, uh, A round, black object, and then it sort of folds in upon itself. Having closed her parasol, Ingrid now touches the choker around her neck, and she says, now I will have that hammer. Please make a wisdom save.
3: Uh Uh-oh, that doesn't sound like my wheelhouse. Ah. But for once, I roll high, I got a 20. Plus two is 22.
0: Very good. Yeah, for a moment, there's, there's something about the timbre of her voice uh, makes it unquestionable that of course you would do what she's saying. The the, the little ruby on her choker flares brightly red, and, and it's just like that red is calling to you and pulling you forward. Um, but... As you're reaching back and putting your hand on, on the handle of your maul, you, you shake yourself right out of that, and you remember that this is the, the beast, the creature, that tore Donovich uh, limb from limb. This is the creature that set those wolves upon the Vistani. Um, you're not going to give her anything! Thanks for the hammer.
3: Do I have the option of still pulling out the hammer, though, in a way that
0: gets, gets the hammer out? Yes, yes.
3: And potentially thwacks her before she realizes what's going on.
0: Uh, that sounds like it would be a deception check yes. to get to now get I'm into melee, in. yeah?
3: That is definitely not in my wheelhouse, but I'm definitely going to try it. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a five.
0: <laughs> Dang. All right. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you want to try to fool her into thinking her spell has worked, and so you draw your hammer and you... You sort of step towards her like is, am I am I being mind controlled? Do I look like I'm mind controlled? <laughs> um, but uh, but she catches on. When we come back around to you, we'll totes roll initiative. Uh Dragomir,
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You're helping Falcon or just following him everywhere?
4: I'm trying to help. This is a this group of people is almost like a pack. Yes they're really really close despite the fact that uh some of them misbehave mm-hmm. yeah. badly yeah that doesn't mean they're not part of the pack so i'm i'm intrigued by them so i'm trying to work
0: my way in i'm trying to help them okay um great um yeah i think you you <laughs> you can tell uh from more subtle cues than uh, what people say, you can tell from body language and, I don't know, maybe pheromones or something, uh, when someone is uh, getting, getting along with you, uh, and Falcon does seem to uh, relax a little bit and, uh, and, and extend uh, a hand to you, like he's, he's willing to share the work. Uh, he still doesn't say a word, uh, but you do get the sense that, uh, that he's starting to accept your, uh, your place here. Um, you're also probably sharp-eyed enough that before he sees it, you spot uh, the return of Rook, the strongman who uh, went mm-hmm. off with Emil's body. He and uh, Zandra are coming back to the camp.
4: Okay. As Falcon heading that way or just continuing to work? I'll point it out. They're returning.
0: Hmm. Something is wrong, he says. So he and many of the other Vistani close in uh, to meet uh, Rook and Zondra and find out what's gone on. Uh, maybe around this time, Ralston is coming out of the crazy uh, shack. The crazy shack, yes. Uh, still unsatisfied. No tea in your in your inventory, um, so you can pick up on this exchange as well. Zandra says, uh, "The earthquake a few days ago." It must have shifted uh, the rocks around the catacombs. Um, We need some extra hands to open up the crypt again. And Mm -hmm. Falcon says, of course, starts stalking off in that direction. As will I. Rook, the strongman, puts a gigantic hand up. It's it's the size of your face It's it's almost big enough to crush your head And uh, and he says No Vistani only Falcon looks over at him And looks over at Dragomir And he says You need help or not He will help Well you he really did make a friend What will you do Ralston?
1: I'm standing ready to help I, I assume mm-hmm. that they want my help but they wouldn't have asked
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: But I will look around to see if I can see Andre anywhere
0: No you don't see Andre Oh okay
1: um, I'll just say, we are strong-willed and strong-bodied. We'll be happy to lift rocks or whatever it is you need, Rook. Uh, if you
0: don't need us, I understand. Rook still looks, uh, reluctant, uh, opposed to this. It's not hard to read his intentions. He's a very simple man. Uh, but then it's, uh, Saffron who, uh, steps out, uh, from between the wagons and says, uh, this cleric just had his audience with Ringmaster Blink, so. Unless our boss told you to fuck right off, I suppose you're one of us now.
1: Well, um. I. He, um. He said, I may go, and I went. Um. I received no other information other than that, so my intention
0: is to stay. Let them help, Rook. They don't need to enter the catacombs. They just need to shift some rocks around. R- grunts, relents, shrugs, turns, and you and Falcon and Zandra begin to make your way up towards the falls. I'll abandon Andre. Is what and say. abandon Andre. Mm-hmm. Speaking of whom, let's roll for initiative, buddy.
3: All right. That's a 13.
0: Okay, uh, and I will roll for Nadja
3: as well. Will she come to my aid? That's the real question.
1: The faceless, no-muscle-mass snake charmer? If she has any sense, she'll run.
3: She tried to steal my hammer.
1: She did? Nadja did. not that Nadja? Oh, That was uh, Puck, or whatever his name is. The acrobatic, storytelling, <laughs> shamrock-wearing leprechaun man.
0: I love that you call him Puck. Not Shakespearean mm. Puck, but... Uh,
1: yeah, from, Alpha from yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: I'm not sure if I'm misremembering, but I, I thought it was Nadja who took it while Rook was distracting me and that it was part of their plan. No, no, it
4: was... No, it was so wasn't that who I slapped
0: in the... No, that was Saffron. That Saffron. was Saffron. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Saffron uh, is the escape artist. As far as you know, the only real... Impression that you have of Nadja is that she was the one who found you uh, in that cave uh, when you were asleep. Yeah. A really nervous one. She is indeed very nervous. uh, Especially now that there's a goddamn vampire here. Um, But she does not get to go first, and you do not get to go first. It's the goddamn vampire's turn. So, uh, she is going to, sensing that you are not under her thrall, she is going to attack. Uh, There will be uh, two claws. Yes, finally! One misses. Sorry, the vampire was doing
1: all this purge shit. I wanted her to get in there and start biting some face.
0: Well, here we go. Uh, does a 16 hit you, Andre? Yes, it does. All right, so uh, she just uh, leaps forward faster than you can imagine, and she slashes uh, with her uh, razor-sharp nails, uh, and you, you just you feel your face kind of fold open. Uh, you take 10 points of damage uh, from the claw attack and uh and then it's your turn well uh
3: that's really terrifying and when i get terrified i tend to get ragey
1: great i don't suppose you get run run away from the vampire
3: no okay no no i'm gonna be ragey i'm gonna i'm gonna scream at the top of my lungs as a free action i'd like it to be as blood curdling as possible of course (laughs) And then I'm going to hit her in the face with a goddamn ball A oh. silvered
1: ball. I don't know if that matters. Yes. Fires,
3: but... A magical silvered ball. Let's do it. Except that that's not likely to do anything. Um, oh, she's wearing a corset and lace. you probably hit her. Mm-hmm. 14 to hit.
0: Hmm... No, I'm afraid not. Her corset and lace is, uh, <laughs> yes, it's, uh invulnerable. Uh, no, she just moves really fast. Uh, by the time you've hauled back to swing the maul, uh, she's not where she used to be. Uh, she's dodging around, and uh, all you see is this kind of dark blur. Um... But then, uh, behind you, uh, you can hear Naja begin to, uh, intone some kind of, uh, ritual. And, um, you can feel, uh, vines and roots begin to twist around under your feet. And, uh, they start to sprout up and, uh, specifically to wrap themselves around her legs.
3: Oh, um, good you did say my feet and I got worried about that yeah
0: it. you're just on the edge of it you can you know, sort of take a half step back and and uh, and you're not in the midst of it but she is uh, she is at risk of being entangled um, so she's gonna make that check and she does not so very quickly uh, you can see these vines uh, wrapping up around her legs uh, all the way up to her waist and uh, she struggles to escape um, Nadja now calls. Uh, she's like, Andre, please, we must get back to the camp, please. Uh, it is Ingrid's turn, however. She is going to attempt again to escape from the entanglement. So, uh, she does a strength check. Uh, nope, she's not able to free herself. Uh, she's slashing at the vines and the roots, but every time she cuts through one, another one reaches up and takes its place. She screams, she bellows with rage, um, but she's not moving. Which makes her an excellent target for you, Andre. It's your turn. Get her by. Run away. <laughs> yeah, trouble
3: is, I think... Ah. you are enraged, you can't run. Get in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep screaming, and I'm going to try to whack her again. We'll put your corpse with the other Vastani, don't worry about it. Oh, that's not any more successful than the last time. Come
0: on!
2: <laughs> Bro,
3: use some inspiration! Yeah, I'm using my inspiration point, Yep, yeah. 17? Uh, 17. 17 is a hit.
2: Yay! Woo-hoo.
3: Oh, thank
0: goodness. We're going to piss off the vampire. 10 points. 10 points. Hey, you return the favor. You smack her uh, quite firmly um, on whatever part of her you want. Um, behind you, Nadja, <laughs> is... Uh, Casting another spell, unless entangle requires concentration. It does require concentration. So she is uh, unable to cast a spell. Um, she just keeps uh, insisting that uh, it would be a great idea to get the hell out of here. Um, so Ingrid is, uh, she's still entangled, but since it says she can move at half speed, she's just gonna get back to attacking you. Um, so she, uh, she lurches forward despite these vines. She does hit you, and this time she does... Another ten points! Uh, so I get to have that, I think. Uh, yeah. Slashing. Slashing damage, but yeah, you take half.
3: Who knows? I might survive another round.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Um, what do you want to do? Uh,
3: the same thing again. That's better. Uh, so I rolled a 19. I get some bonuses on that. But I suspect that, that lands. Yep. And I rolled slightly higher this time for damage. 13
0: points. Great. Yeah. The, uh, the signs of, of the last blow, the, the impact of the last blow, has virtually disappeared from her waxen face by the time you land another one. Um, you realize that uh, destroying a vampire takes more than merely brute force, uh, she's able to regenerate a lot of that damage. Um, magical weapon. Well, you do have a magical weapon, uh, but it doesn't seem to be slowing down that process. Um, yeah, now let's, let's cut back uh, to the group over here, and you're, you're getting ready to head down towards the falls. Because of the sound of the river and the distant rush of the falls... I'd say that hearing this conflict uh, is difficult, but I'll let you make a perception check at disadvantage. At
1: disadvantage? Yeah. Perception,
0: <laughs> Roll a 10 and an 11. So I have a 13. 13? Okay. And Dragomir? Uh, plus 5 to 8. 8, yeah. Yeah, so Dragomir certainly doesn't hear anything. I think it's possible, Ralston, that you might think you hear something that reminds you of Andre's battle cries, rah, but it could just as easily be the sound of the, the river. It is daylight too, right? Yep. Uh, well, again, as much as daylight ever happens uh, in Barovia, uh, it's it's overcast. the The canopy of mist hangs heavy over us. Far
1: wolf attacks and vampire attacks have mm-hmm. predominantly happened in the evening.
0: Definitely, I'm
1: sure that we're fine. Okay. He's probably, maybe he's getting late up there, and that's his. Right, his
0: cry of triumph.
3: Yeah, I just want to say, if you want to come up with a plausible excuse, use a different one because <laughs> that doesn't sound plausible. <laughs> <in the slides>. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You're a
1: barbarian. Let it out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm
1: like, all right, let's go clear these rocks, everyone.
0: Great, awesome. Okay, so you guys move upriver and therefore well out of uh, range uh, of hearing anything more. Um, so let's get back to the fight for as long as it's going to last. Uh, Ingrid is going to spend this round, uh, thoroughly devoted to getting unentangled. She, uh, does not like this business of clawing at you, uh, from a distance. So she puts her full efforts into that. D- yep. Yeah. And then she is able to do that. She just lacerates the, the, the vines and so on. Um, she is uh, not going to be able to attack this round, um, but she also doesn't want to get hit by you. So she moves and scuttles up a tree um, like a spider would do. Now, uh, that does incur a attack of opportunity. So you can roll that now, David. Definitely do that.
1: Nothing more honorable than hitting someone in the back with a model hammer.
0: Ah, oh, well. If it's a vampire... Yeah, I'm, no shame in that. I
1: would do it in a second. I'm not. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, it's only a
3: fourteen,
0: I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you just miss her. Uh, she scrambles up uh, the tree, and she's now uh, a little bit out of your reach. Um, what would you like to do?
3: I think I am going to take Nodges' advice and run.
0: All right. So you drop down uh, from the the the, the rise. Uh, Towards the uh, river, towards the riverbank, yeah? Yep. And uh, start running back towards the the Stani camp.
3: Yep. With Nadja in tow, I assume.
0: Uh, Nadja is uh, keeping up with you. Uh, She says, uh, I don't know if we can outrun her, but I have an idea. And she grabs you by the hand, and she pulls you into the river. Rather, she runs into the river. It's uh, not a steep drop. Uh, So now you guys are kind of sloshing through the water, uh, heading upstream, fighting against the current. It actually does slow you down. Um, You glance over your shoulder, and you can see that she is flitting from treetop to treetop. She's trying to sort of match your progress, but she's not getting closer to you. And uh, Nadja says, uh, I have... Heard from uh, Madame and from other sources that uh, they, they, they do not uh, like the running water. Uh, we, we will be safe, I think, if we stay here. Uh, if we make our way back to the camp, uh, inside the water, you understand?
3: Uh, I understand. How
0: can this hold them back?
3: I, I, but h- how can we get a message back to the camp? Uh, we must get back
0: to the camp as quickly as we can. Follow the river. We wait for her to, to lose interest? No, just run down the river, man. Oh. She did not attack us last night. She did not attack us herself. She sent her minions, the wolves. Uh, she she fears the, the might of the Vistani combined. If we can return to the camp, I, I think we will be safe. I agree. Let's go. All right. So you slosh along. Um, if you're trying to get there as quickly as possible, uh, then maybe I'll get you to make uh, a check. Um... Athletics makes the most sense, and mm-hmm. I'll get her to do the same. Uh,
3: well, so that was
1: that's a one uh, plus five is six. Oh, Jesus, David! Oh, man. <laughs> What's happening, bro?
4: Okay. All right. So slippery rocks. rocks in the river. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, very slippery rocks. Absolutely, uh, and that's what happens. I think maybe, in fact, your your leg gets uh, your foot gets kind of jammed in between a couple of rocks, and you uh, you trip and uh, you fall splash into the river, uh, Nadja a few feet ahead of you. Um, But that seems to be the... uh, the moment that uh, she is waiting for. So uh, Ingrid at that moment uh, springs down from the treetops uh, towards you, and uh, she's going to try and grab your... Try and grab your hammer, is what she's going to try and grab. I assume it's still in your hand. Uh, so she just wants to reach out over the water and clamp down on that hammer and pull it away. Um, in order to do that, it's like a grapple. She's going to make an athletics check. You can counter it with athletics or acrobatics, except, you're, uh. except you just pitched down into the water. And so I'm going to get you to do it at disadvantage. Okay, well, how's
3: have to be on athletics check? That's a sixteen. That's a three. Eight. So, uh, that's eight. Oh, yeah? Your three is eight after you resolve it, eh? After
0: I've resolved it, yeah. Nice. Because, uh, she just got a seven. So... What? Yeah, yeah. So she, uh, she puts her hands, uh, on the handle of the hammer. She's about to pull it away with her supernatural strength. And with the last burst of your rage, you pull back and she stumbles forward uh, and her foot strikes the water. And as soon as it strikes the water, there's this hiss, steam rises up, she screams in pain and releases the hammer and stumbles backwards.
3: I don't believe that happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a that was a near miss. Um, so it's your turn. Do you want to... Um, do you want to swing at her, or do you just want to keep get get back up and keep running?
3: Get back up and keep running. I'm
0: committed. Okay, great. All right, then uh, you press on, and she does not pursue. She retreats into the mists around the trees, and by the time you guys get back to the camp, uh, there's no sign of her whatsoever. That's all for this week. Join us next Tuesday for another Barovian Beast Bonanza. And in the meantime... Please like, subscribe, even leave us a review. Tell your friends. All of the above. Stroudcast is produced by Slack and Slash Productions. We're based in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, also known as Unamagi, the unceded and ancestral territory of the Mi'kmaq people. Other participants have joined the podcast remotely using Zoom from Treaty Six land, A.K.A. Alberta as well as Seminole Territory, a.k.a. Florida. We're honored and grateful to live and work on native land. They're called First Nations for a reason. Our campaign is inspired by, and uses material from, both Curse of Strahd Revamped, published by Wizards of the Coast, and the Curse of Strahd Legendary Edition, published by Beetle and Grimm's. Special thanks to Laura and Tracy Hickman for writing I-6 Ravenloft, the module that started it all. Let us know what you think of us. You can find us at slackandslashpod.com or search us on Facebook or Twitter using the same phrase, slackandslashpod, all one word. If you like what we do, please rate or review us on the podcast platform where you found us. Until next time, thanks for listening. Be brave and shine bright.